10 to 12 it is. You're listening to 9 to Noon. Thanks for being with us to Simran Kaur. Hello. Simran is the co-host of the podcast Girls That Invest. This discussion is of a general nature and does not constitute financial advice. And you've been thinking about the ubiquitous side hustle, Simran. Just how common, how necessary is this for so many uh, New Zealanders these days? Yes, absolutely. I think the cost of living crisis has come to no surprise to a lot of us, but it has continued to drag on a little bit longer than many of us have expected it to. And while it doesn't seem like it's going anywhere, a lot of Kiwis have started wondering, well, should I start a side hustle? Should I bring in extra income some other ways outside of my day job? So what to think about if you are contemplating it? What's first? I like to have a five-step rule when it comes to choosing a side hustle because, look, there's so many things out there. If you Google ways to make money, I think that list seems to grow day by day. The first thing that I like to consider when I am searching or anyone else that I know is looking is making sure you've actually got a interest in what you're about to do. Now, this might seem a bit counterintuitive. You go, look, I'm just trying to make money. I don't have to love what I do. But you'll be surprised how quickly you'll get sick of, I don't know, trying to make furniture and sell it on Facebook Marketplace if you don't really care for it. So first thing, love what you do. The second thing that I find really helpful is market research. Now, this I'm not trying to create a business plan. With, you know, This is just a side hustle. But you've actually got to make sure, are there other people doing what I'm doing. For example, a lot of young people, especially millennials, we love our indoor plants. But if you jump online and look and see if anyone else is doing it, they're very common. People are already selling them. But maybe there's a certain plant that people want that's really high in demand, but no one else is creating them and putting them to use. So maybe there's a space there that you could jump into. Very good. Look for your niche. Uh, Now, the big one, uh, as always, as you say, it's not necessarily a full business plan, but you still need to do some financial planning. Absolutely. The third thing that you want to do before you, you know, set up a website or make a logo or start telling your friends and family is you've actually got to put some money aside, which never sounds fun when we're trying to make money. We don't want to be spending money, but a little bit of a budget. I often try to say to people, look, $200, that's going to make sure that you can get a logo. You can probably get a website or an Instagram account, or you could pay for someone to help set up your presence. Um, Maybe you've got a business that's a physical product and you need to actually buy some stocks to create it. Maybe you're trying to sell jewellery. Well, you need a little bit, bit of money to get started. We find that $200 is a good bit to set aside. And another thing with the financial planning, make a separate bank account. You do not, if you start making money, you do not want that to be rolled in with your daily use account. Your accountant will not be very happy. This comes from experience. I wanted to ask you about tax because secondary tax can be nasty Uh, Mm -hmm. and what do you need to think about? You've just said keep a separate bank account but you need to factor in also whether it's worth your time, especially with secondary tax involved. You just need to do some number crunching right at the outset. Absolutely. And the IRD have great resources that answer questions like, when do I need to start paying tax? Who and when do I need to get an accountant? Do I need to be paying GST? Things like that that might not seem important because you're thinking, well, I'm just making a little bit of money on the side. It doesn't matter. I would say if you understand those first, that can save you tens of thousands of dollars in 
you know, issues down the line. And so that's extremely important. First rule when it comes to getting good with starting a business, even if it's a side hustle, is making sure you're aware that you're on the right side of the law. And another thing you might, if you're earning enough, be up for some provisional tax, which needs to be paid during the year. Uh, You certainly want to be putting it away during the year anyway as you go. Your fourth point is about time, and that kind of relates to what I said earlier. Is it worth the time? Our time is, is money, and if we're needing to use it to make more money, we've got to make that call. Um, what's the main things to think about with time and indeed time management? I think this is one that a lot of people we see fall fall into this trap quite quickly where we go, okay, well, I want to, you know, start the side hustle. Maybe I can start tutoring kids in maths. I'm good at maths or maybe I'm really good at English and I'll, I'll set this aside after work. After a while, you'll start to notice that you don't really get much time left because not only are you creating the side hustle, now you're also doing the business management and you're doing the admin and you're doing the tax and the social media and the outreach and the customer service. And you might find that how much you're charging is not really worth it taking away from every other area of your life. My golden rule is if you're starting a side hustle, make sure that it is something that is scalable if you end up, you know, tutoring, for example, are you able to grow it to a point where you bring on other tutors and you manage the tutoring company as opposed to, well, if you get 100 students, which sounds amazing, but that's a lot of hours in your day taken away. That's true of any small business. Uh, these are big decisions to be made at certain points. Now, the final one, your support system. I have found that when any, whenever I start a side hustle or when I was growing up and thought, you know, what if I sold lollies or what if I did this or what if I made, you know, little ornaments to give to people, it was really helpful to make sure that I was speaking to my friends and family about this idea that I had because you might have a hundred ideas and only one of them is actually going to be good. And it's good to have honest, and that's the key word, honest <laughs> friends and family that look at you and go, yep, I can see, I could, I would pay you know, $12 for that. Or they look at you and go, Simran, let's be honest, no one's going to buy this and I want to save you the heartache and the financial strain of putting time and money into it. That support system is actually what also comes back to ask you all of these questions again at certain times. Uh, there are other alternatives also. Um, I know you've... Um, uh, on your website, you talk about some some top side hustles for for Kiwis, and sometimes it's actually something like renting out a, a spare room if you've got it. Um, sometimes it might be just a part time job and let someone else deal with all those administrative hassles. That's worth factoring in again as well. Oh, absolutely! I think when we decide that it's time to spend looking into growing our money and growing our wealth, it doesn't have to be what you see other people do. And sometimes you might think, well, my friend, she does dog walking. That sounds amazing. But then she's also trying to reach out to people. She's dealing with customers and the dogs are fine. The owners might have some issues that they, you know, aren't happy with. And there's so many things to go into account. If I was getting started today, my top tip would be to find an agency, whether that's a tutoring agency that you could work for or a dog walking agency that you could join Sometimes a lot of volunteer places will actually pay for your services to be there. It's so much more easier, in my opinion, like you said, to get possibly a part-time job that's 
um, not as committed in terms of hours that you can pop in and out of, that might actually work a lot better for the everyday Kiwi. And as we said, someone else is doing the tax and the employment law and the everything else, um, and you can ring up sick. Thank you, Simran. <laughs> Thanks so much. Simran Kaur is the co-host of the podcast, Girls That Invest.